The star of our story today is Paul, and his co-stars are 275 shipmates. Here's what happened. Paul was a great preacher. He loved to talk about the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, which made some people angry. We read in Acts chapter 26 that the Jews that rejected Jesus had Paul arrested for preaching and wanted him to be executed. But Paul was smart. He stood up for his rights as a Roman citizen and demanded to see Caesar in Rome. Paul was put on a ship with 275 men headed for Italy. Just before they shipped out, Paul warned the captain and the centurion guarding him that he believed this would be a bad time to leave with much damage to the ship and loss of lives. The captain didn't take advice from prisoners. And so they shipped out for Rome. A violent storm broke out on the Mediterranean Sea, and the ship couldn't pull out of it. The sailors fought bravely to keep the ship afloat, tossing overboard anything not absolutely needed. All 276 men aboard were on a forced fast. The storm grew worse every day, and all were losing hope of surviving. Now, when it turns out that I'm right about something when others doubt, I love to say, I told you so. And so did Paul. After several days in the storm, Paul announced to his shipmates, I told you so. You should have listened to me. But good news. An angel of God appeared to me last night and said, Fear not, Paul. You must be brought before Caesar. Furthermore, God will save all the guys on the ship with you, but you all will end up on an island. And don't even ask what's going to happen to the ship. And Paul continued, So, guys, be of good cheer, because I believe what the angel told me. I'm sure some of the men rolled their eyes at that prediction. But he had been right in the first place. On the 14th night, the sailors could tell that they were getting close to land, but couldn't see how close, so they lowered the anchors. Paul had another announcement. Men, we have all fasted for these 14 days. Tonight, we need to eat something because we will need our strength tomorrow. That sounded like good advice, so they did eat. Some of the men wanted to escape right then in the few lifeboats available. Paul immediately advised the captain and centurion not to allow that. The angel said they had to stick together to survive. By now, the captain had decided that he should take advice from a prisoner, so he had the lifeboats cut away from the ship. In the morning, while it was still dark and storming, the men on the ship could see that an island was near. Most of the beach was rocky, so they tried to steer the ship toward one sandy area to no avail. As the ship was about to crash into the rocks, a soldier yelled, Kill all the prisoners! Uh-oh, Paul was a prisoner. But the captain and centurion realized Paul's value and canceled that order, and instead instructed the guys that could swim 
to dive in and swim for the sandy beach. And if not able to swim, grab a piece of the broken ship and do the best that you can to get to shore. Their ship did break apart on the rocks. As the men got to shore, they were counted. 272, 273, 274, 275, and... 276 all made it just as the angel had predicted they were cold wet and tired but alive and they didn't know exactly where they were native islanders came out and informed them that they were on the island of malta and showed the shipmates kindness by building a big bonfire to warm themselves and roast marshmallows paul helped gather wood for the fire but didn't realize that a poisonous snake was in the sticks he carried. The snake bit him on the hand, but Paul didn't panic. He just shook it off in the flames. Seeing what happened, some of the islanders reasoned that Paul must be a murderer, a prisoner that escaped death by shipwreck, but would surely die now by snakebite. They watched and waited for Paul's hand to swell up and then for him to go into convulsions and die. But nothing happened. Paul and his hand were fine. Then the natives reasoned that Paul must be a god. And they asked him, are you a god? No, he answered, but I know God. Let me tell you all about him. The father-in-law of Publius, the islander's chief, was very ill. Paul prayed for him, and he was instantly healed. For the next three months, Paul and his shipmates were stranded on the island of Malta before being rescued by another ship and then taken to Rome. Paul used the time preaching and praying for healing for the natives. That happened approximately 2,000 years ago, but to this day, about 90% of the people of Malta are Christians. Paul was their first missionary. Living in Rome for two years after that, Paul preached and teached to everyone he could about his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Later, Paul's letters to the people of the church in Rome became the book of Romans in the New Testament, as did many other letters that Paul wrote, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Ephesians, Galatians, and Hebrews, to name a few. Let's pray. God, we thank you for this exciting story about Paul's ship trip. Paul survived being arrested, a shipwreck, and a venomous snake bite. He lived to preach, teach, and to write much of the New Testament. God, help us to be calm and trusting in your protection in any dangerous situation we face. In the name of Jesus, amen. Kids Moment with Dottie is a short form podcast to engage you and your children with the Word of God. Dottie is the children's pastor at the Knoxville Christian Center in Knoxville, Tennessee. If you liked this podcast, don't forget to hit subscribe. For more information, visit knoxvillechristianctr.org.